and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Please join me as I share the body, mind and soul approach that helped me to lose over 150 pounds of weight after over 30 years of countless failed dieting, starting from age nine. I am a qualified nutritional therapist, low-carb expert, stress management consultant, sleep mindset, psychology of weight loss, holistic fertility, fasting and coaching. I'm also a writer, blogger, and in a previous slide, I practiced as a qualified lawyer. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to episode 55 of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I would like to talk about a quote attributed to George Bernard Shaw, the renowned Irish playwright, who once said, and I quote, we must always think about things and we must think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. Let me repeat the statement. We must always think about things and we must think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. What has this powerful statement got to do with the holistic weight loss and lifestyle we talk about on this podcast? Let me explain. This powerful statement serves, in my understanding, as a profound reminder of the importance of critical thinking and objective analysis in various aspects of our lives, including weight loss, diet, health, mindset. And on this episode, I really want to explore how George Bernard Shaw's wisdom can be applied to the pursuit of a healthier lifestyle, shedding light on the necessity for discerning truth from the misinformation we have and all the conflicting informations we have all over the place. And let me break down what I think about this statement in these various aspects. For example, diet and nutrition. George Bernard Shaw calls for us to think about things. And it's really an invitation for us to question all the assumptions that we hear all over the place about diet and nutrition, and really to get into the underlying truths of any matter. Even with everything I know about diet and nutrition, there are so many information and misinformation and outright lies all over the place that sometimes it's really quite difficult to discern what is and what isn't the truth. So I can really imagine how confusing all of this can be for everybody else. And we all have to kind of delve into trying to figure out what is the truth before starting or stopping what we're doing because we're trying to pursue what somebody else thinks is what we should be doing. George Bernard Shaw really says for us in the realm of diet and nutrition, to really think about these conflicting information. Thinking about our dietary choices as they are is crucial. And like we explore on this podcast, it urges us the importance of perspective on our dietary habits and shedding light on the importance of understanding the nutritional facts, debunking some of the myths that we try to debunk on this podcast and adopting a balanced and sustainable approach to the food that we eat. 
In the context of weight loss, it's really urging us to move beyond all the superficial claims and all the quick fixes, rather than being tempted by all the fad diets out there and the sensationalized success stories and this tea or that patch or whatever they're telling us will make you lose all the weight. It's telling us to question everything. It's encouraging us to have a thoughtful examination of the principles that govern sustainable weight management. In episode 41, we explored whether we should trust the science of diet, health and lifestyle. And we talked about all the things to bear in mind when deciding whether to trust a new piece of sexy research. For example, is the big sugar industry sponsoring research that is telling us to stop intermittent fasting or telling us that eating sugary stuff is perfectly okay? And if you haven't listened to episode 41, please do so as it's very, very important. Also in episode 53, for example, we talked about Ozempic. We talked about its advantages, some very serious medical risks and implications. And of course, what to do if you're currently on the medication. And many people have fallen prey to the seduction of shortcuts and the instant gratification of the pursuit of weight loss. However, Judge Bernard Shaw's directive is telling us to consider the long-term implications of our choices, emphasizing the need for the holistic approach that really takes together both the physical and mental well-being, which is something that we try to cover on this podcast. For example, if someone on Instagram is selling some allegedly magical tea or patch or potion that will make you lose weight easily without any of the changes in your food and lifestyle, critically examine and research the hell out of those things before parting with your money. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. The second part of Judge Bernard Shaw's statement says to think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. And this compels us to distinguish between reality and mere perception. And in the realm of weight loss, this implies scrutinizing everything you think about, everything you want to do, challenging the conventional wisdom and making sure that you do what is best for you, having taken into consideration doing some research and making sure that you're not just going on a path that is just a fad that leads to absolutely nowhere. It encourages us to look beyond all the popular narratives and instead of blindly following any trends or anything that's currently trending to really make sustainable dietary changes. I would like to also link this statement to weight loss, diet and mindset. And weight loss is not merely a physical endeavor. And like we have discussed on various episodes of this podcast, it also involves a profound shift in mindset. Judge Bennett Shaw's wisdom when applied to the journey of weight management underscores the significance of cultivating a realistic and a positive mental attitude. When we think about our bodies and weight loss, it's important to really acknowledge and accept the current reality in our life. For example, confronting the limiting beliefs and like we discussed in episode 32, 
acting like the person that you want to be in the future by starting to cultivate those habits and mindset that will keep you slim and healthy forever and confronting limiting beliefs by banishing the phrase I can't like we discussed in episode 20. And if you haven't listened to episode 20 and episode 32, I will really urge you to do so because they're very, very important. Also, addressing things like emotional eating, cravings, and as we explored in episodes 11 and 12 on emotional eating and cravings and understanding the root causes of the unhealthy behaviours that are keeping us in that weight gain, weight loss cycle. Also, approaching weight loss with a clear understanding of our unique circumstances and really developing that mindset that will support lasting changes. Okay, so let's look at that statement as it applies to illnesses and our health. And I would like to once again repeat the statement we're discussing. We must always think about things and we must think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. So how can we apply this to our health and to illnesses? In the context of healthcare, these words invite us to evaluate our relationships with our doctors and medical professionals. And instead of blindly accepting information, we're encouraged to think about medical advice critically. How does our perspective on doctors influence our willingness to seek help, follow recommendations or explore alternative approaches? What is the dynamic between the patients and the healthcare providers? Is there a need for open communication and for collaborative decision making? Let me explain what I mean by all these things. When I start helping anyone to lose weight, I always use the disclaimer that I am not a medical doctor. I tell them that if I'm telling them to do one thing and their doctor is telling them to do the opposite, that they have to listen to their doctor. I also always advise them that instead of listening to their doctor blindly, they can work in partnership with their doctors, research, question, and then make the decision what to do. I also try to explain that unless they're seeing a functional medical doctor who believes in all the holistic things we talk about on this podcast and holistic nutrition, many mainstream medical doctors are not the best people to listen to when it comes to nutrition, simply because it is in their field and they sometimes only have few hours of nutrition during medical training. And sadly, some of those training are outdated and the wrong information that make us all sick and fat. I have a huge respect for the medical community, but their specialties are their specialties and nutrition, sadly, is unlikely to be their specialty. So what I'm trying to do is just to say, look, when it comes to nutrition, your doctor might not be the, be the best person to be up to date with all the relevant new researches and to be up to date with everything going on in the world of nutrition, because quite frankly, it's not their specialty. I've also helped several medical doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals to lose weight. And whilst I love and thoroughly respect all of them, they come to me because they know that nutrition is not their specialty. 
George Bernard Shaw says that we must always think about things and we must think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. Illnesses, whether acute or chronic, demand a thoughtful approach. And that quotation reminds us to look beyond the mere diagnosis and consider the broader context of our health. Examining illnesses as they are will prompt us to be active participants in our healthcare journey, seeking to understand the root causes and exploring holistic treatment options. And it also allows us to have that connection between perspective, understanding and the management of our illnesses, highlighting the significance of informed decision making. I had a health issue very recently that was causing me a lot of pain and discomfort and it got so bad that the pain was waking me at night. I have also been seeing a medical doctor about this issue since 2019 with the doctor always telling me that the realistic option was to have surgery and I didn't want surgery and I still don't want surgery and I finally got so fed up with the disruption of this issue that I started researching it and various researches pointed me to a simple supplement B6 and very quickly the pain subsided and I felt so much better and the next time I saw my doctor I mentioned the medication only to be told yes we have seen that B6 can help patients which of course leaves me with the question why wasn't I told about this earlier? Why was I not saved the pain by being told that this simple supplement could have made such a big difference with this medical issue? Of course, I didn't confront the doctor for not telling me about the supplement because he's actually a consultant who I very much like and respect and wish to continue having a good relationship with. Instead, we discussed the research materials I had found. He also advised me on the length of time to take the supplement and how to cycle taking it, kind of take it for a few months, have a break for a few weeks and then start again. Both of which I learned from because the research documents that I had read had not told me those things. But by questioning, I had better treatment that helped my circumstances. The same way a consultant medical doctor told me to take some magnesium citrate for some pains and my research would very easily reveal that he had asked me to take citrate which is helpful for constipation and magnesium glycinate is the best type of magnesium for pain. I didn't blindly follow his recommendations of magnesium citrate simply because he's my doctor and made the informed decision of researching magnesium and choosing the best type of medication best suited for me and not the one he had recommended which gave me gastro issues. I appreciate of course that this is not always possible and I am not at all suggesting that you should start self-medicating instead of following medical advice for your serious issues. Both issues and supplements I have mentioned are influenced by my own personal decision to as much as possible seek natural treatments wherever possible rather than heavy pharmaceutical medications. And you have to make informed 
decisions for yourself as well as take the time to do your own research. I also accept that some doctors may not be so approachable in even wishing to discuss any research you may raise and some may even find this as very annoying, undermining, but this is about you and your health. And if your doctor is not willing to work in partnership with you, perhaps it might be time to find somebody else who might be willing to listen to you. George Bernard Shaw's timeless statement serves as a guiding principle, really, in navigating various aspects of our lives. And if I, if I were to summarize it, I would say that we must question and critically examine everything when it comes to our bodies and our health. And by encouraging critical thinking and challenging prevailing narratives, George Bernard Shaw inspires a better and healthier approach to wellness. If our health is our number one priority, like we always say, we must be prepared to think deeply about the factors influencing our health, our well-being, our nutrition, our partnership with medical practitioners, and of course, forging a positive mindset conducive for sustainable well-being. We must always think about things and we must think about things as they are and not as they are said to be. I know this has kind of been a different podcast. I read this statement, it really struck a chord with me and I wanted to talk about it a bit more. But also, I wanted it for something to use for myself, something to remind me when I feel a little bit overwhelmed by things and just kind of dial back and think, look, I must always think about things and I must always think about things as they are and not as they are said to be and I really believe that this will help all of us in just getting the best of whatever we're trying to get the best of whether it is trying to maintain weight loss whether it is trying to lose weight whether it is trying to find holistic opportunities or holistic treatments and solutions to problems rather than relying on heavy pharmaceuticals I am never going to say to anybody don't listen to your doctor please listen to your doctor However, think critically and help your doctor to help you and help whoever is trying to help you to lose weight to help you and also help yourself to help yourself, if that makes sense. I'm not making, I hope that all makes sense. I know I've gone on to some kind of philosophical, I don't know what it is on this podcast, but there are podcasts like that. And hey, I'm just trying to do the best for myself and for you, wherever you are listening to me right now. And I hope you're great and I hope you got and understood what I was trying to say on this podcast. Okay, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great week and I hope to see you next time on the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. If you like this podcast, please do me a huge favor and like, subscribe, share with your family and friends, and please review this podcast so that other people can find us. Please see our show notes for any links referred to in the episode. If you wish to connect with me on social, my Instagram is Bells Low Carb World. That is B E L E S Low Carb W O R L D. I hope you join me next week for the next episode of the Holistic Weight Loss and Lifestyle Podcast. 
Have a fantastic week and thank you. This podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Thank you.